Hey Zookeepers, it's Brandon, one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, here to say we got on Zwick the editor this week to talk Big Money Hustlers. That's right, it's gonna be one of those episodes. Anyways, uh, you should always follow Zwick on Twitch. You can find him at Zwick the editor. He does a lot of very fun things. You might know him from Thought Cups or a few other places. And if you like this podcast, as always, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Tell a friend. You can even email us at podzukipodcast at gmail.com, and we'll read whatever you send us on air. Anyways, let's just get to the madness. You know what I'm talking about? These clowns, they are insane. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, good wheel. Back when it was greasy as curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. Mm-hmm. Should I do just go into it? I guess the... Yeah, I, I have a poem. Okay. <laughs> well, I would like to, uh, okay, that's uh, based on, inspired by the journey it was short but interesting that I went on with this movie. Okay. <clears throat> Coming on the streets with an axe on my back. Mm-hmm. Going to the place where I'm going to get paid jack. No, I'm a killer just for the thriller. Better have eyes on your back because I'm coming for you blap blap. And what do you think? That could be an ICP lyric? That could be an ICP lyric. <laughs> no, there's not Maybe enough flat, like... Flat. There's not enough uh, self-degradation, right? You got to think like... Uh... Like Grant Malenko, he granted me three wishes that night. I fucked three fat bitches. Oh, <laughs> goddamn it! That's good. Yeah, it's a real lyric. Yeah. So uh, it, oh, it, okay. it was missing. It was yeah. missing misogyny. Yeah, I Got thought it. I oh, thought you oh, had oh, a oh, dome there for a second. Oh, like dude. that was just something you made up. <laughs> I was focusing more on the psychotic clown aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, going to talk about this, but do you think that Christopher Nolan stole that from this movie for The Dark Knight? And I'm going to say absolutely yes. <laughs> I mean, like the scene where the criminals are all meeting. It's just like... You know, now that you bring it up, they are exactly one for one the exact same scene. Yeah, it's like basically the same thing. I should... Oh, oh welcome to Podzuki, the only podcast to ever talk about movies. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm one of your Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Brandon. I'm another one of your Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, Luke Evans Flip. I'm your third Hollywood Kaiju bad boy, Martin Felschman. And fucking everyone give it up right now for our special guest, Zwick. We've been, uh, I don't think it's a joke. I'd have to look at the chat logs, but I think this has been a, a year and a half to maybe two years in the making of trying to get this booked, and then well, the I'm bad was, with getting back to you. Yeah. Well, the thing was also, like, I was planning on moving to Chicago, but my life just kept falling more and more apart to the point where, like, I'm probably never going to move to Chicago. I was like, I, I was like, oh, maybe we could do this in studio. I was like, not going to happen. <laughs> never too late. It could happen yeah. still. Yeah. Next next one for when you do Big Money Wrestlers. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I, I was coming into this low energy, but the more I think about this movie and what I want to talk about, I feel energized, but by evil demonic energy. No, I, I guess so. We'll get into it. We're doing oh, the yeah. ICP movie, Big Money Hustlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, made in 2000. Uh, yeah, which was earlier than I would have thought it was made. For some reason, I see them. I guess it's because they've had such a long, ICP's had such a longevity. It's such a long storied yeah. career. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They've been around since the 80s. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was the last good movie before 9/11. I yeah. <laughs> and if I think if Big Money Wrestlers came out after, that'd be the first good movie after 9/11. Oh. <laughs> and then really nothing else. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, what 2000 we had Big Money Hustlers, and then I think the Magnets video that got really popular. I was like, 
I want to say 2006, 2007, maybe. Oh, yeah. All of my friends just quoted that song because they knew I was a fan of the band. And then they would just quoted that song all the fucking time. I never heard the actual song. I remember, like, Bobby Moynihan doing a joke about it on SNL. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like those, like, like magnets. How do they work? Erasable pens, they make my head hurt. (laughs) Fun fact, uh, Shaggy Tuto, he got an interview, when he did an interview, uh, someone asked, so why why did you say that? What was the lyrics? And he literally just said to the guy, I'm that fucking dumb. I don't know how magnets work. Like, there was nothing (laughs) special about it. Um, I feel like we're we're gonna wait to like talk about our entire feelings in the movie when we get to the review section. But I'll, I will say this early: I think I'm in the minority of I did not like the movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm breaking decorum. Now I will say this: I think this is the very classic Podzuki setup. Of I had watched it with my two buddies, and put my hands mm-hmm. around since we got video. I would have enjoyed it a lot more. Like this is definitely a watch with your friends kind of movie. Yeah. Um, that might have bumped up my score when we get to that. But since I was watching it alone. And I think my wife came down once, and I felt like I felt really embarrassed and had to explain myself. Um, a, lot of, a lot of points off. I would say it's a, on a shoestring budget. It's more on a face paint budget. Um, I, I can't she just it. doesn't want you to start using that kind of language in the house. No, not around our kid. I'm afraid it's going to make her a juggalo, and we're going to have to start putting Fago in her bottle. <laughs> it's going to get her uh, rowdy. Were, were you holding your baby while watching this? <laughs> No, I mean, no, she already had gone to bed because I didn't want to expose her to that. Of, you didn't want uh, you want those a, wrinkles in her brain to develop. Yeah, and then I just don't want to like create unrealistic body standards that she always has to paint uh, her face entirely white and black. So, <laughs> hopefully, mostly white. Um, and I would say, what are other things? I was trying to think of Fago flavors that she'd like as a baby. Rock and red rye. I don't know. It is caramel apple's really good. Now, ICP, what is everybody's history with them? Because there's something I've always kind of known in the background, and I guess I knew, like, about the face painting. Because I feel like when they, like, them popping off at, like, the beginning of 2000s, then you didn't hear anything for, like, 10 years, and, like, in the 2010s, you start hearing about Juggalos and shit a lot more. I'm pulling it up right now. I actually had one of the ICP clown albums when I was in... Uh... In high school, because one of my D and D group friends the great really liked ICP, so they burned one and gave it to me. Um, and I remember being like, "This isn't the worst." And uh, they just really like, "Man, first album, nineteen ninety two. Holy damn. shit! Oh. Wow, they've been published for as long as I've been alive." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely it was definitely bizarre. Was the one I had because I remember the oh, cover, wow. and he like printed up one of those like shitty like um, inkjet printer versions of it to put in the thing. It's nice he did that for me, but. Um, so I've, I've, I'd say I'm actually, I would say I'm in a, a novice experience with ICP, uh, you know, seeing some of their videos and like Big Money Wrestlers, uh, parts of it when I was younger, and then um, drinking a lot of Fago too. I think we should go through and talk about our favorite Fago flavors. Um, never had it. it is, Fago um, is, okay, I'm going to say this like joking aside, Fago is a good soda all around, mm-hmm. like the many different flavors and brands they have. I did say Rock and Red Rye earlier. That is a really great one. I like. I also really like the Cotton Candy one. As gross as that is, I've I've also never had Fago, but uh, really, I, I think my experience with ICP is very similar to yours. Except my sister and I were both younger, and someone had burned. I don't even know what the CD is, but it's the one with the guy who's on fire and he's got the fireballs in his. Oh, hands. the Amazing Jekyll Brothers. That's yeah, it. it's Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Okay, my sister and I both really liked that album. I couldn't tell you a single song off it today. But this I'm album glad. and 
a very poorly Xeroxed version of this album. Oh, we both have it going. That's so yeah. nice. I that's, mean, that's totally I'm glad I could be the shittiest shirt. historian you guys have. Like, oh, the ICP historian. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel bad because I didn't do a lot of research on them, so I was expecting you to like, whip out these facts. Well, like in 1999, uh, they were doing their first international show in Tokyo. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know yeah, that much. Um, yeah, tell, tell us tell us your whole, I'd say, prognosis as both a juggalo and your experience of them and uh, where it all began and how you're feeling about them nowadays as, as a collective. Uh, first off, I think, uh, I think I already said this, but my favorite uh, flavor is caramel apple. I highly recommend it if you can find that. Yeah. I've never had uh, that one. Hell yeah. It's really good. Uh, the other ones taste fine. Like, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I pretty much just, uh, my dad listened to ICP and that's how I first heard about it. Like, no Your second shit. generation juggalo? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, and then he like, he kind of grew out of it. And then like, I went into like, when I was in like middle school, early elementary school, I met, I met, a, I, had, I met a friend who was a terrible influence on my life. My mom hated him and uh, introduced it. And I just fell in love with the band. Cause I like, it's like a lot of rap is about bragging about yourself. And this one was like, fit my uh, sense of humor where you just make fun of yourself constantly. So yeah. I, it was like, it just vibed with me a lot. So that's, that's one thing I think I like agree with, like talking with my experience and Martin and yours is like the actual music itself, I think is like fun. Yeah. Like, it's a joke, right? Yeah. yeah. It's... Like when people spent so many like decades making fun of the ICP, I'm like, it's very much like furry culture. I mean, like it's actually like really fun and has a very rich vein of history to it. And the fandom seems very positive and like uplifting. So I don't get why people are so upset about it all the time. It's, it's I, I guess a, like, a big proponent of it is poverty. Um, I think there's that Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny you bring up furries because did you know Violent J's uh, daughter is a furry? Yeah, I, I was actually video. telling Martin about that the other day. Of, like he's super supportive too, which I really like. No, I no, Violent J. I, I, I... Go ahead. Oh, good. Violent J. That's not Guy Fieri, right? <laughs> no. When no. he takes the makeup off, we've all had that theory. It's but as you're the, saying, uh, Pokemon the, Evolution. The oh, yeah. I, I wish I could be as happy as You guys are talking over his week again. What are Sorry. you doing? No, it's, it's Discord. We're fi- it's fine. Uh, <laughs> basically, um, I wish I could be, if I ever fuck, if I goof in some dumb idiot woman and she has my kid, decides to keep it. Well, I if hope. If I goof in her pussy. Yeah, if I goof in her pussy. Uh, I hope that I can be, like, half as good as the dad as Violent J is. Because that is, like, that's super supportive. Yeah. Like, he seems super supportive and like nice and chill, and then also like yeah. your dad's violent shades. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, like he was like really into it. Like he was like, he's just a really good dad. It was really nice. Yeah, and like you yeah. can't if you can't judge if you built a career since 1992 putting on clown face and makeup and be like furs. That's too weird. Yeah, like, yeah. No, you can't do that. <laughs> That'd just be impossible. Um, I think it's like a good a good basis to get into the actual discussion of the plot and what happens in this film. Kind of going over some of the details of the directed by uh, John Caffiero of uh, Misfits fame, who, mm-hmm. well, he, he's kind of like a part of the Misfits, but not. He's done a lot of their music videos over the years and has been kind of a part of the band here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, because of that, we have the Misfits in this movie. Was mm-hmm. that the actual band, or was it just... I mean, it was, it was uh, yes. the Misfits, but with Michael Grave. Oh. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> no Danzig, yeah. huh? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was no Danzig. Yeah. Also, yeah, they were, they weren't happy with the directional choices, but we'll probably get into that later, and that's why they switched director. Oh wow! From mm-hmm. what little research I was able to glean, it seemed like there's kind of a disconnect between like the 
filmmakers and the crew and ICP. Yeah. Which is very funny. <laughs> uh, like, for, for one instance, there was, you know, that scene where uh, he dries up and he shoots up a deer field? That yeah. was supposed to be that was supposed to be like a like a like a grade school. Like no one was supposed to die in the grade school, but it was supposed to be like kids running away from a grade school. But the director was like, "No, I'm not going to do that." And he just slipped that in there at the last minute. If, if they would have just fucking filmed that like a year too earlier, if Columbine hadn't happened, this could have been the perfect film. <laughs> I mean, this movie's got some disadvantages. The fact that it's sandwiched between a Columbine and a 9/11, kind of unfair. Mm-hmm. I, I am gonna say. I think I would have gone with the shooting at an elementary school. I think that, like, yeah, you don't have to squib work on the kids, but no. that's funny to me. Yeah. 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 I mean, once again, it was, a, it was more innocent times. We only had a few school shootings at the time. Not a right. not a whole bucket of them like we do right that's now. That's right. It's not a daily occurrence. Yeah. Back then, it was like a once in a blue moon celebration for the news. Uh, yeah. Man, what a grim fucking country we live in. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, yeah. I mean, but also the insert of the bunny and the deer running when they do the shooting kind of made it feel like an avant-garde film for a second. So I really like that. <laughs> It was really funny about how unexpected it was. Um, I guess we should get... Uh, it was written by Joseph Bruce, and I'm trying to figure out if that was a pseudonym for someone. Because uh, this is Joseph Bruce. Is that Violent J's real name? Because I thought Violent J... That's what I thought, because I clicked on Joseph Bruce, and it took me to Violent J. Oh, I, I couldn't figure out the most simple mystery yeah. possible. <laughs> you didn't click a link? No, I didn't. I, put, I typed in Joseph Bruce, and I didn't see anything right away. I'm like, ooh, who is this mystery man? <laughs> Well, that makes sense because of how the plot and everything in the movie goes. That it would be written by Violent J. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the movie opens up with this fantastic scene mm-hmm. of like a, a uh, preacher talking about giving to the church, even though clearly these people have nothing, and that's so out of a black exploitation movie. Yeah, he's like a mixture between like a Baptist priest and like a Father Sarducci. It was really strange he's choices. He's got big Father Sarducci vibes. But yeah. he, he, it's also the performance is like a performance you would have seen in a black exploitation movie. Like not very good, but giving it their friggin' all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of these are uh, like a lot of people in uh, ICP and people run with ICP are also like wrestlers. So they like, you know, like yeah, you know, well, wrestlers. So it's like, so they can act enough if that makes sense, they're not going to be like award-winning actors, but they know how to, you know, somewhat yeah. act. Yeah, ICP very famously appeared in the Backyard Wrestling franchise. I owned both of them. <laughs> <laughs> because ICP was in it? Specifically? Yes. Or? yes. <laughs> I mean, I think the that's first the only one was reason anybody fun. bought it. Yeah, the first one was fun. The second one was like, eh. <laughs> I got to get Fight Club because Fred Durst is in it. I was literally about to say Fred Durst is in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he needs to be uh, more so we got the beginning with Father Sarducci giving a sermon, and then we kind of cut to at that point uh, the Good Time Boys, which is why I refer to as uh, Big Baby Sweets, who is of course played by Violent J and his two thugs. Mm-hmm. Was it Big Poots? Little Poot, Little Poot, Big Stank and Little Poot. Oh, Big, Big Stank, Stank and Little Poot, Little Poot, mm-hmm. Little Poot. And those guys kind of made me laugh. Yeah, yeah they were fun. like even the like the one dude with the grill. Like, mm-hmm. it took me a minute, but I realized that that's kind of funny. Like, oh, he talks like Caesar from Curl Show. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same that, fucking those thing. Those two are played by the uh, by Twisted. I don't know if you know who that band is. Yeah, I do know Twisted, are, too. Yeah. I didn't realize that I know very little about a lot about more Twisted. threatening in, in makeup and costume, it seems like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, once again, so we got Nick Kroll stealing from this. We have Christopher Nolan stealing for this from The Dark Knight. I feel like there's a lot of, like, pillars of... 
where society mm-hmm. went with culture that were taken from big money. Well, I mean, this movie steals a lot from. I mean, the Wikipedia said black exploitation, but Dolomite, yeah, in per- mm-hmm. specifically. I mean, I, it wasn't a surprise later because I read the opening credits, but seeing that Rudy Ray Moore was in this, I was like, "Oh, Rudy Ray Moore, what a treat!" Yeah. Right, I made the joke that this movie probably killed him. That was the final. <laughs> he, he, he died like uh, twenty years later, didn't he? Died die a couple slow. years ago. I do quick. remember from the commentary. Apparently, uh, they had to. He needed like an assistance to make sure like he was doing okay. Like he looked like healthy, but apparently he was really feeble during the oh, shooting wow. of it. So they had to be very careful with him. They had to write out the breaking a chair of his head scene. As just said, <laughs> no, he, he did. He did good in the scenes. Like yeah. he was Dolomite again. It, yeah. it looked mm-hmm. like he was having a fun time. Although it also looked like he was very cold during and, most of those shots. And one of the biggest mm-hmm. laughs I got was like, "Boy, if you were on my dick any time, you'd be my nutsack." Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> I wonder if that was a Joseph Bruce line or if that was improvised by. That's, that's got to be a Rudy Raymore line. All of the yeah. lines are improvised except. For Violent J's big, um, big baby sweets, because he has to have his lines rhyme, so they had to like pre-write his lines. But everyone else was. But they, I, I, well, they they didn't rhyme them sometimes. What well, well, he was through a depression. Okay, that was yeah. also funny. I'll give yeah, them no, that. that. Here's the thing: I didn't write any notes for this film, but there were lots of moments where I was like, "Oh, that's so fucking cute." Yeah, you know what? I feel like my opinion's going up a little bit on this movie. It's still going to be bad at the end, but it's, I feel like talking about it's a lot better than I was feeling on this movie. Well, you feel really how bad. I feel about Napoleon Dynamite talking about yeah. it. <laughs> actually, actually it. I hate that movie I like so that movie, but I got like told I was Napoleon Dynamite a lot. Oh. Yeah. That happened to me, too. I was like, <laughs> really? You're going to compare me to the least fuckable fucking yeah. movie like, person he in movie the history? He becomes the most fuckable. He does. He does not. No. He <laughs> learns how to dance. After Canty, that used yeah. to be all you needed right. to do to get. Listen, love, I'm just dance. saying there's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of waterfalls and stiffies in the audience after that for, mm-hmm. for Big John Hurt. <laughs> you just you just you just got to dance with a pocket full of tater tots. That's how you get them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like the everybody used to get the Napoleon Dynamite comparison until we had the word neurodivergent. So. Um, <laughs> It, that's just how it is. Oh, Brandon, that's a t-shirt right there. Uh, okay, I gotta put the jingle in. T-shirt. Just so I remember for this. Um, getting back to the plot, we get the whole intro of the of the gang, basically, uh, that uh, Big Baby Sweets is running. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, he just likes money. He says motherfucker a lot. I, I get what's going on. Um, we get... We get the interest. I'm still trying to figure out what Sugar Bear is exactly in this film. I mean, yeah, he's, just a, a he's a detective just from like, San. Yeah. Wait, Sugar Bear? Sugar Bear's the yeah, crime sure. lord. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, he just he's just a mafia boss. Sorry. Oh no, the Sugar Bear is the is the detective. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Big Baby I, Sweets. I, I said the wrong one. Slash Ape Boy. <laughs> he did yes. play Ape Boy later. Uh, yeah, we have to get all the names correct for that. But I I, I mean. There's some funny bits with him. Whenever they'd say his name, they would do like the kind of like once again, yeah, the little horn. horn. Oh yeah, until they pull out the music producer and shoot him. Yeah, that was okay. <laughs> that was also oh, good. Uh, decent squib work. In this oh yeah, movie. there's a shocking amount of competency <laughs> in this film. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh speaking of squib work, like at the end where he like pulls out his jacket and he gets shot and he closes it. That's like a good fucking bit right there. That that's such a that's such a good bit. That that had to take a lot of good choreography. I don't know how yeah, squid oh, works. I think you, like someone had to push a button just right. 
It's just like quit playing. Yeah, it's like a little ignition or something, I think, from my memory from like watching some of the behind mm-hmm. the scenes for. And what it looked like it had a thing, and it's just like you had like a, just a big board rather than them being stuck oh, to yeah. the fabric mm-hmm. or anything. It'd be funny just to do it really cheap where there's just a giant plank that's under the shirt when it's firing off. Yeah, that and the uh, headshots of the two ninjas, those looked kind of horrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I should Like, it, the, the fact it's a magic bullet kind of mm-hmm. lessens it, but... Well, okay, there is one way I would punch up that scene. I would have him fire a third shot that would kill JFK. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, with all of the things they did in this movie... That would have been very plausible. If I saw that happen, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah instead oh. of the deer, it's like, yeah, show, there's a Pruder film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just, uh, I'm pulling up the plot just to make sure we're going in order here, too, because I have my notes, but I just wrote my impressions of it, which are like... And have you seen the movie The Pruder Kid Made? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a hit. Right, while I did enjoy this film, I don't think the plot order matters all that much. Yeah, it's true. I just want to be professional. I forget, okay, mm-hmm. that's after that scene. He goes and he meets the whole police force with Officer Harry Cox. Haha, by the her jerky words. boy, the jerky boy, <laughs> which I think yeah, the other guy is in it too. They're they're all in it. Like the the guy who's like looking looking the gun like his dick and then jerking it off like his dick at the end. Like that was, that was also another great other. bit. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. He did that on his own apparently. Uh, yeah, apparently they, they hated it. They hated each other during the like. This is when they were like breaking up, apparently, or like they just hated <laughs> That's really funny. so they would not be in the same scenes with each other. Yeah, I, I read that. I like oh, the idea of like God. your relationship coming to end while you're filming Big Money Hustlers. <laughs> like, I don't know how you recover from that. Like, if you go to the therapist and you told them that he'd probably just like stand up and walk out. I, I mean, better or worse, that's that's the end of a chapter in your life. And that therapist was a woman, by the way. Um, Oh, jeez. Just saying I'm woke. <laughs> if they stayed together, like, the prank phone calls they could be making in an era when it's impossible to make prank phone calls. I mean, they broke up in the right way. Uh, I, the chief of police, too, I was trying to figure out if he was an actor from anything, because I feel like he was doing a decent job. The chief? Yeah, John G. Brennan. Yeah, he was the jerk. He's like That's the, the jerky, jerky boy. boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's also, he's on Family Guy. He's like Mark Goldman. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Man, I didn't recognize him until we, and and he's we were also, just talking about he, it, too. Yeah, he's the same actor that also plays naked Shaggy Doo Dope in that one scene when he walks. Oh, off really? The yeah, because he's yeah. apparently actually that buff. He's yeah, but he's got a good bod. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that? Oh, this is another good question. Before we get further to the plot, do you think the whole like uh, Shaggy Bear chest hair was that fake, or do you think that was real? That was fake. That was definitely <laughs> fake. It could be real. It could be real. It, but it just it was too. It was too thick. It was too matted on there. Oh, yeah. Who puts that yeah. much conditioner in there? And their chest hair. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah, and I think the joke was supposed to be it was supposed to look kind of feathered, like Ron Burgundy or something. Mm-hmm. And once again, yeah. another movie taking up from the greats. <laughs> they yeah, they from Big Money Hustlers. Oh, man. I mean, I can draw a straight line from Big Money Hustlers to Anchorman 2, <laughs> whatever the fuck the subtitle was for it. Electric I wonder movie. what that was. The Legend Continues? That, yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Man, <laughs> fuck that movie. I, I I forgot until like a day or two ago when it popped up on like you know all the free movie channels if you have like a smart television mm-hmm. the Sherlock uh, Holmes and uh, Watson one with um, Will Ferrell and John C Reilly like I forgot oh, that completely existed. Oh, yeah. Watson Holmes, right? Yeah. Did anybody see that movie? No. Nobody wanted to see the movie. They just had to like I think they had to pay Netflix to take it. 
It's funny how quick like that turns though, because I think about like how much I love like Step Brothers and like that would like if they made a Step Brothers two, I probably I just shove the money out instantly, kind of like with <laughs> Anchorman two. But yeah, I mean, listen, as much as I love that film, I'm never going to be able to get Randy Jackson to sign a katana now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, damn. So. Oh yeah, Sugar, Sugar, we... Sugar Bear yeah. is from San Francisco, and he was like a, yep. a huge badass there. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, he swallowed Supposedly. a hand grenade to save the refugees and all that. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> I forgot the other ones, but they keep bringing that one up, and it is the best one. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. not a bad gag to have them all the heroic stuff. Though it's kind of undercut later on when he just says that none of it was real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they basically have the whole introduction with him, the police force, and then Harry Cox falling around as Harlan Williams is uh, replaced. Yeah, Rocket Man himself. Oh yeah, Rocket Man. <laughs> also, uh, I feel like I want to see either Violent J or uh, you know Shaggy Two Dope were watching like Dumb and Dumber, and they saw the scene where he was a police officer. Like one day, we're gonna get him back for that role. <laughs> gonna really shine. I didn't, play- I didn't know he played an officer in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, he does. He's the guy who drinks the piss out of the beer bottles, right? No shit. Yeah, once oh, again, fuck. I feel like they saw that and they're like, "This is yeah. this is the guy for us." Holy fuck, you're right. Holy shit, I'd, I have to rewatch that. I want to. Do they have his name listed in that movie? Because what if he, he was? What if this like connection to the Dumb and Dumber universe? I mean, from what I saw on Wikipedia, is just they were fans of Harlan Williams because like like half baked and shit I think was that oh, but yeah that, two thousand so. he's a he's a funny guy I haven't looked up what he's been up to lately but you know I've, I've always enjoyed him and I think he probably Harlan Williams he's been in a few movies he was probably kind of like big in like indie comedy or whatever for a while yeah he's yeah. He's, he's weird as a stand up <laughs> yeah he did that one special in the middle of a desert um, with no audience I remember and then when he thought he was doing bad he would have a a handful of sunflower seeds he'd blow out to the audience that wasn't there. <laughs> this is all true. He's got he's got some weird ideas. <laughs> yeah, but you know, God bless him. That's what I say. Uh, I feel like we're, we're kind of padding for the plot of this film because at this point they just have it where. I mean, the plot is dolomite. There's yeah. this criminal in town. Yeah. This badass motherfucker tells him to get the mm-hmm. fuck out of town. Violence ensues. Mm-hmm. And the rhyming and the punching and the. Shooting and the yeah, and the, we do have uh, who's the bad guy? Uh, big sugar balls. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> big baby sweets. Big baby sweets. Big, big baby, baby sweets. sweets. Yeah, I do like they didn't. Some of these scenes have a potential for more comedy than we get out of them. Like the villain scene and when he's it was like from like Batman the movie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. where he's got uh, let's, what do we have here? Uh, Green Willy. Yeah, Green Willy. Which like oh, is there like some slang to that? Why is he not Gold Willy? Uh, yeah, green. Is, I, what I'm guessing. What I'm guessing is that when you wear like a fake chain, it, it leaves, leaves a green like mark. A, if it has, like, that's that, they never specify it. why. That's but that's just my guess. That's definitely a thinker. If that is the reason. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking because it was like, oh, it's is it, green because he's getting that paper rather than getting that gold. That's probably how it deep it goes. I mean, this movie's got layers. It does have yeah, no, la- a lot layers upon layers, like an onion. There's a lot of room for interpretation in that's, this movie. I had my I think phone that's out beautiful. Um, because I wanted to see, there is no name listed for Harley Williams' character in Dumb Number. It's just State Trooper. Mm-hmm. So I do want to say that for sure this could be uh, linked to the universe. Oh, this could definitely be part of the greater. It's the same uh, guy. He doesn't dumb... wear glasses in that movie, though. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, he probably had to get some like you know. It's it's Contact. been years between them. He could have de- developed an astigmatism. Went back to the academy just so he could be a greenhorn. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so I feel like moving the plot along, they uh, they get into a game of cat and mouse. Uh, of, well, well, we need to go through all the villains that were at the villain meeting. Oh yeah, sorry, there's, big titty kitty. Green Willy, there's a fat titty kitty. Oh, sorry. How rude of me to get this. Which, like, well, was she just a stripper? Do you have info? Does it uh, say? Her name does not link to another page on Wikipedia, but her name was Kayla Cleavage, so I'm assuming she was an adult oh. film actress. Oh, there's two Ks in it. It's getting a little oh, Fun fact about her, uh, apparently she, when she did the scene where she lifts her top, everyone else had to leave the room, and it was just her and the cameraman when she did that. Yeah, close she was too shy. That's, mm-hmm. re- respect to her. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's having your boundaries set, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, the, 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 uh, in the commentary, they were like overly mean to her to a point where like, you just had her on for a little bit, and then they were just like, they were making fun of her acting. Like everyone else was like a stellar actor, and apparently her acting was like such dog shit that they were making fun of it. I was like, it's oh, about the same fuck. as you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was kind of surprised that we saw her boobs though. Yeah, like, she had like like wall-eyed nipples. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, I, I they just Wyland J had to look to the camera and be like, "I did that for you, for <laughs> you," and just like, "No, you didn't. You didn't have to. Please." Yeah, right. A uh, fun fact: in the commentary, they descri- describe the boobs as watermelons with nipple peanuts. I don't know what that means. Oh, but... <laughs> they went full in. I was trying to look up her other title of the movies. She's also been in Mad Jacks Beyond Thunder Boobs, which is pretty great. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a very good. I'm guessing just all softcore, like the like the yeah. chick who was married to uh, one of the guys who created Ninja Turtles. Oh, oh yeah, good for good for them. I don't know. Was, could you could you just call a Ninja Turtle parody like the Ooze? Well, she was in a video that said Mr. Horse Dick Unleashed, so I think it might be more than softcore. Um, uh, you could say, like, oh, the, the ooze. Ooze in this case, meaning cum. She's yes. also in Pussy Man's Big Dead Paradise 3. Wait a second. Was she... <laughs> oh, she's in the Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. You scroll past the one real movie. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a real movie. Okay, um, you scroll past a movie. Yeah. Uh, playing Busty Woman in Hot Tub. Couldn't give her a name. Well, that's really showing respect, Ben Stiller. Um, Heartbreak Kid is a really bad movie, by the way. That really sucked. Um, anyways, back to this movie that also I have other feelings about. So it was her, and then um, rerun, rerun from yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Did they give him a name, or is it just rerun? He had he had a name. They did. He had bootleg Greg. Boot. Okay, that's yeah. Greg. Greg. They did yes. mention that he was rerun, though, I think, yes, and they yeah. were introducing him. Oh, yeah, no, he mm-hmm. had that very good bit where he was putting a juicer on, like, the home shopping network. That was a different guy. That was oh, the Asian okay. guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They also put a real number. I didn't try calling it, but they did have a real number on there. I was thought like about calling five it, number. too. Yeah. It wasn't a 555 number. It, it seemed like a real number, but I'm sure they're sold out of juicers by now. I hope they just yeah. were really unwise and it's just literally Violent J's number and he gets a call every once in a while like, who the fuck is uh, Yeah, it was 24 <laughs> years later, so I decided to not try calling it. Yeah, it's, uh, so that scene goes, they, they kill, uh, off, uh, the only black person and woman there, uh, continues <laughs> going. Yeah, why'd they kill her, too? Uh, they killed off Rerun because he was too expensive. They yeah, but why'd they kill off the woman right after that? Because she was also too expensive? They said her acting sucked. That's why they killed her off. Oh. Like, oh, in the commentary. Man, they were really And also, Green Willie's black. He's just wearing oh, gold. Yeah. So he wasn't so... I'm, I'm, once again, showing my hand mm-hmm. here, which is not good. Can't judge yeah. a person by these standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Well, good thing it's not a, a live stream where I can edit that out later. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Brandon Brandon doesn't see color, which makes it yeah. really hard when he wants to call someone the yeah. N word. That's right. 
Which is also nice <laughs> the guy who playing Green, Green Willie Misery. Uh, after this movie, his, he uh, he steals a gold chain from some woman. That woman is his girlfriend, and I think becomes uh, at the time, and then they became wife. And like he literally ended his rap career to be with that woman. Oh, good for him. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful Yeah, like literally story. after the movie, and then I think he did a few more rap shows, and then he was like, I'm done. So they have like three beautiful kids, and like they're all kind of doing their own thing now. <laughs> Fucking going out on top. That's yeah. the way to do yeah. it. I mean, that's I mean, what happens when you come to Big Money Hustlers. It either breaks you apart like the Jerky Boys, or it brings you together to make a beautiful life. In some cultures, they call that failing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I see that's pointed at me. Um... So yeah, the once again we don't need to go through too many of the plot lines. Well, yeah, and uh, uh, Sugar Bear goes to the strip club and mm-hmm. falls in love with oh Missy, Missy, yeah, mm-hmm. Missy, a lot, the, a lot of the, fat the, jokes with yeah. Missy, like more than they needed to make, like yeah. a couple of them. It should be like I feel like it would have been an Dolomite movie, like you'd make the fat jokes, but also. No, you legitimately yeah. are into the fact that they're fat. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, and she was a, a groupie that was kept trying to sleep with the people in ICP, and then like it never really happened. But they gave her a part in the movie. Wait, even after the movie, it didn't happen. They really weaponized it against no. her. That's terrible. That, they oh, did, dude. Like they're so. You think they're brutal in the in the movie? They're so much meaner in the commentary. Like they just. Just mm. fat joke, fat joke, fat joke. Where I was just like, dude, this is oh, like... that's 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 actually. A I guess this is getting getting back to like earlier when you were talking about how good a dad Violent J is. Like, are these are these like good guys? I, <laughs> maybe this was just like their wild years, and I was about to say their younger years, but I think they would have been like forty by then. I, I, <laughs> think, I think everyone's at least they're mid thirties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Is Jay Z said thirties the new twenty? So. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so they they make a bunch of fat jokes that goes on for a while. He decides that he needs to be back with her after they have a meeting. I should say, uh, Big Baby Sweets has a meeting about how to deal with him. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when he summons the Mystic Ninjas, I want to say. Yeah, um, they pull them in. Like, they've already started to go like on a rampage because they're pissed off that Sugar Bear arrested Gorilla Boy. Right? Yeah. Like, that's the inciting incident. When... That was Ape Boy. Ape Boy. Ape Boy, yeah. Ape he Boy. arrests Ape Boy in the donut shop. Yeah. That the misfits were at. If we haven't mentioned the misfits, that's being right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, I was, I was very caught off guard by them because I didn't remember seeing them in the credits, and I was like, "Is that the misfits?" I mean, it, it's who else would it be yeah. with their hair like that? It's if it's yeah. not the misfits, it's people dressed up like the misfits. Yeah. I think the misfits show up at the ending credits. I don't think they show up in the beginning credits. So that oh, interesting. During the uh, shootout at the end. Well, that makes that makes sense then. I did hear that I don't know who was involved with the money, but with like people like the Misfits and Rudy Ray Moore got like a bonus for being this movie, and like none of the other people, a lot of other people didn't. Yeah, and that was kind of like, right. yeah, the people they liked they would give just extra money when the movie was already going over budget, and I think people didn't get paid for the last few like things that were mm-hmm. shot because they just didn't have any more money. They could still be in royalties to this day. I mean, right now, one of America's most famous podcasts is talking about big money hustlers, and those numbers are going to go up. So I wow, spent I good money to send that Mark DVD Maron to your house. Episode on, uh, oh, thank big you. Money hustlers. Yeah, I, I, I do. We got to give a shout out to his wick because I have a physical copy of Big Money Hustlers <laughs> now on DVD. <laughs> which I was hoping we were going to pass around, but then also the link made it a lot easier. Oh so. no, I'm, yeah. I'm burning my own copy when I get home, and I want to put all of the all of the box quotes that we've done right here. 
the only good movie after 9 11. Uh, Before. It's more competent than you would think. Yeah. Christopher <laughs> Nolan stole the entire plot from Dark Knight for this. There is, mm-hmm. speaking of 9 11, there is Always. one scene that made me think like they never would have been able to shoot it after 9 11. It's when, uh, who was the monster to do? Hack Benjamin? <laughs> I thought yes. you were going to say the one scene where they say the line, I hope 9 11 never yeah. happens. Yeah, but he's like, they shot this in New York and he was on high up on some <laughs> building with a bazooka. And it looks like it is. they did it like the day of a smoke effect coming out the front of it. And I don't Holy. know, a dude in a gas mask on the top of a building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like a kind of cosplay. Uh, I was thinking the same thing from Resident Evil 2. <laughs> I, you know what, they probably, it's it's 2000, there's a good chance that was directly a, a hunk reference. I'll have to ask Final J when I see him next week. Um, but it was, his his character was kind of strange to me because he wasn't being as goofy or silly. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, I think he was a war veteran and that's why he was able to I think he was oh, a war damn. veteran. I think he was in Desert Storm, but I'm not sure on that. Don't hold me to that. I that's think why I was able played... to get, like, were we saying that's a real bazooka? No, <laughs> no, no. Like, back. I don't know where I was going with that. I just know, like, he was a real veteran. I was going to say that's how he does twirly shit, the shit with the shotgun, but I realized. Okay, well, I, I, I did say we support the troops on Pazuki. <laughs> I did like his character. I like it's kind of like he's the, the bruiser. So mm-hmm. you got a guy in a mask. You got to have it come off, and he's got, like, a horrible face or something or, or he's incredibly knows. handsome yeah or he's the most beautiful man in the world that would be a right. funny joke well too. they probably had like the writing room and on the third like option was what if deaf <laughs> i mean what if having his head blow up yeah. is pretty good too yeah <laughs> but, i mean i'll always give props and i think it's also gonna bump the score up when we get to it any movie that explodes a dude's head i mean that's at least one point no matter what so as i how do we feel, okay, since we're going through the plot pretty quick, they have a big meeting at the police force about how to deal with uh, Big Baby Sweets, and then he meets a scientist, which I think his name is Just Scientist. Yes. That sounds right. right. Yeah. Um, and basically it kind of turns into a James Bond scene where he just gives him a bunch of gadgets that will kill everything that he needs to. Oh, this is when we haven't even gotten to him getting depressed yet. Oh, that's right. Okay. No, uh, I think his name was Dr. Dinglenut. Oh, I thought that was like a joke when they were saying that. I'm sure it was a joke, but that doesn't mean it's not the character's name. No, that's yeah. true. I believe he's credited as Dr. Dingle Nuts at the, in, the, uh, in the credits. So, yeah. Man, if I could have one IMDb credit, I mean, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dingle Nuts is pretty fucking good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, we should, yeah, I'm getting out of the order for the plot. So basically, Big Baby Sweets decides to hit him where it hurts because he says it lying verbatim that he can't kill him because it's too early in the movie. Um, so he decides to kill Missy. Um, and uh, if there wasn't enough fat jokes yet, they lure her out with hot dogs, and then she's killed by a ninja. Um, uh, ninjas. Ninjas. Yeah, mm-hmm. plural. Uh, which I think is dishonorable. Magic ninjas, too. They were, like, summoned. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, then I like, like the t- RC Cola, Laurel and Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Very, very tasteful death scene. It's all in shadows uh, <laughs> with, with a lot of ketchup. That had to be ketchup, right? It had to be ketchup. Yeah, the, the viscosity, the design, there's no way. Um, yeah, so she gets axed, and that basically makes... Uh, uh, Katana'd. Uh, sorry, she gets Katana'd. And that mm. makes... Uh, I almost called him Baby Bear. Um, Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear going to a, a, a lapse and depression of just... This, that scene was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, basically, Officer Jerky Boy has to come and shake him out of it. Um, he's just doing a bunch of drugs the whole time. But I like that whenever he's doing drugs, they play the most cartoony sound effects possible. <laughs> like, I do want to say at one point he was, like, doing a, doing just, like, a rail, and it was, like, a car horn, a wooga. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Somebody, somebody can check the movie for me on that one. Uh, fun fact, too. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm full of fun facts. Uh, 
that he you know how he's like chugging booze the entire time yeah uh, apparently that it was apple juice and the apple juice kept giving him diarrhea so he kept like having to shit in between takes because he was chugging so much apple juice oh that's so fucking funny and also it's more funny that they're like oh that wasn't the, that wasn't a good take we needed to redo this so sorry i wasn't acting well in this scene it's funny because that apple juice isn't how he usually gives himself diarrhea yeah yeah, it shows you. I would have just done the booze, and then by like the third take, they're just fucked. Um, yeah, so he gets he gets slapped back into it. He also admits that all the stuff he did earlier was a lie, which also that was kind of funny because like one of them was like playing was just a video game he was playing. Yeah, yeah, it kind of undermines like any time he's mean to somebody yeah. that he's a fraud. Right, but whatever, it's a comedy movie. Yeah, it might just be a commentary. On it the can't be a perfect story. movie. <laughs> But close. Very close. We'll see when we get to those reviews. Just a little bit. So uh, they basically, they get into the final showdown where he he goes see uh, Dr. Dingleberry. He gets a bunch of James Bond weapons. He goes to the compound. Each weapon does a very specific thing to kill the the person he needs to take care of. I do like that it has big video game boss vibes at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. Which includes the two henchmen calling their parents to yell at them. Do all the usual jokes and lines you'd expect. That, that was funny, and like the people who played their parents were clearly like working actors. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think we're maybe the best actors in the movie. It was filmed like it was a good shot. Like I said, some shocking competency, but it was a little bit too close. But I think because they were, I couldn't find what they filmed this on. But I feel like they were using like like Sony handy cams no, or whatever. Like some like tw- I think they used real film, like twenty five millimeter oh. or whatever type of film. I think they used. Yeah, this ah, fuck. I just looked it up and I forgot, but I know. It, uh, no, they used like a good camera for this, like a film camera. But oh, that's okay. where most of the budget went, apparently. That yeah. does make sense. That, yeah, that, I had to go somewhere. Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, I do feel like when they did show up, I'm like, oh, acting. That's what that is. <laughs> I went <would, I> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, they they get scared and they run off basically at that point, and they have a big brawl. Well, I should say before they get to the final fight. They once again another cameo I really did enjoy, which was Mick Foley showing up as mm-hmm. Cactus Sack. Also uh, kind of funny. A very like looking good Mick Foley. Like I said, oh, like yeah. feathered. I think. Uh, I mean, listen, if we're talking about like heartthrobs in the wrestling world, it's always gonna at the number one top. It's always gonna be Mick Foley for me. So. And like that's your number one cameo, not fucking Dolomite himself. Yeah. The ghost of Dolomite. Oh, I should also say when he gets whipped into shape, the ghost of Dolomite does come to yell at him and get him. They do a big training montage. He says put some weight on it at least 20 times to remind you that it is Dolomite. Yeah, and they directly take the music from the beginning of Human Tornado, mm-hmm. Dolomite 2. Yeah. And there was one scene where, like, it's funny gag when he's having a sugar bear run, and then you see him, it pans out, and he's in, like, a Cadillac with a bunch of women just laughing at him. Oh, yeah, that's like, pretty That cool. was a good comedy shot. Then there's another scene when like he's with a woman and Rudy Ray Moore has this hot dog, this disgusting looking this, stage hot dog. This very cold hot dog. <laughs> yeah, and he's like about to take it in his mouth and stops and then like mm-hmm. offers it to the woman and she <laughs> takes it and then they close up on her and she takes a gross bite of this cold right. five hour old hot dog. <laughs> she gets only the hot dog. She gets no bun. Yeah, no bun. I mm-hmm. guarantee like they were filming and Rudy Ray Moore decided he hated that woman the most. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not eating this. I know what I'm going to do with this scene. It's, yeah, there, there's some magic in this film here and there, I feel like. Um, he gets whipped back into shape. We just went over all of the stuff. They get into the final showdown where he has like a sub-boss fight with Mick Foley, literally playing himself as Cactus Sack. 
Um, well, his gag was that he was trying to find his wrestling thing. Yeah. Because he kept, like, yeah. saying something like, no, that's not it either. Yeah. Yeah, he was going Stay, through all the past renditions. Like, he went through Dude Love, Mankind, Cactus, like, and then, like, through all the stuff. And then finally at the end, he was like, that's it. That's the ticket. Like, that was. What if it went really, like, meta, where he just started, like, writing a child's book halfway through it? And just like, oh, <laughs> this is where I should be going. <laughs> um, he wrote a once again, Mick Foley. Cool ass dude. I really like him a lot. Uh,. Yeah. But yeah, they, they have he does some competent wrestling too. He eventually gets a stake through his heart. Um, he said the second time that week, also kind of a funny good joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then we have we have the final showdown between uh, I don't want to keep saying baby bear, sugar, sugar bear, and big baby sweets. You're combining them. To, they both are the only two that wear makeup, so you're just combining them into one person. I think that's yeah. Which is it really is. I mean. Shouldn't they have some kind of personal connection reveal at the end? I mean, I kind of thought, I thought they would it wasn't sure. until he wiped the makeup makeup off. I thought it was supposed to be like the makeup was like part of their race. Like that's not something they could take off. <laughs> yeah, I I also <laughs> thought that. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, like uh, Rob Corddry in Children's Hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to another great show, man! What a what a funny good run that had. Um, yeah, they they had the showdown. Eventually, he gets shot from behind by the woman in the beginning that he's trying to extort money from, which was a good callback. Yeah, it was cute, yeah. Was his, was his mother. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I think it was like everybody's mother. I think it was like the Earth's mother, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking too deep. Kind of like Uncle one. Grandpa? Yeah, yeah, very much an Uncle Grandpa. Um, but I, I thought that was good, but it really yeah. should have been Harry Cox was the one who shot. Yeah, well... Here's the reveal. Yeah, I know. They, there's that, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The very end of the film, they show, they wipe off his face paint. It was Harry Cox under the makeup, played by Harlan mm-hmm. Williams. Um, for some reason, how they wrap it up is a very strange call to me, but they go back to the church sherman, mm-hmm. uh, and, of course, uh, Sugar Bear sitting in the audience. He's given a weird spiel, and then we have the big reveal at the end of it, and that's basically it. Yeah, he comes out of the coffin, and they start shooting at the uh, funeral goers. Yeah, I like Actually, the scene. <laughs> it is a cool scene. It does. It has oh, nothing yeah. to do with the story. It's just a really cool squib scene. Also, I realized yeah. like the whole movie, like the movie is about him being like, man, Harry Cox was my best friend, and he hated him the entire fucking time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> was, like I, I'm assuming that was just supposed to be a joke, but that yeah, though that definitely landed flat for me. Where he was just like, oh, he's my best friend, and he's dead and the whole time. Like he's just like this, doesn't like him at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some positives. I feel like this had a very positive display of masculinity when, like, uh, sweet baby, uh, I don't want to say sweet baby Ray, uh, baby, <laughs> baby, baby sweets was. I like when he was hanging out in his home and, like, they were in their jammies together and he's feeding them by mouth. I'm like, you know what? This is just positive masculinity. They're not afraid of, like, toxic roles. They're enjoying each other's company. They're being mm-hmm. close and intimate. It's very He's nice. got the baby oil. Baby oil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's really good. I like that part. Um, yeah, support men giving each other feet rubs. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. We should have that camaraderie between our friends. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, we should just dovetail right into the review section for this. Um, I, for five out of five, I'm going to go five out of five Fago flavors, and you have to list. A, I, no, I can't do that. That's too many. <laughs> just five out of five Fagos to honor. Mm. I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, I feel like I was going to go and give it a two out of five Fagos, but oh then talking God. with you and all, I, I'm going to bump it up one. I'll give I'll give it a three out of five. It's still definitely not a good movie in any way or form, and I was, oh in, God, pain, no. I was in pain a lot of time. But mm-hmm. I feel like watching with somebody or talking about it afterwards, there's a lot of enjoyment there. 
it's definitely over the border of being like a 2.5 out of 5 where it's just exists and it waste your time. It's enjoyable. There's stuff to talk about. They had, I'm assuming, a lot of fun making this thing, even though people are getting paid, so that sucks to know now. But I'm going to say overall now, I'll, I'll, I'll bump it to a positive experience. But definitely, <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm going above a 3.5 or a 3.5 on this. So, <laughs> yeah, it's as far as it's going. I, I think that's where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really like this movie. <laughs> I was not expecting that, and I think so much of it is just how much I love Dolomite. Yeah, I do love black exploitation movies, oh, and yeah. that there was mm-hmm. clearly the filmmakers appreciated that, and they got some of it right. Like even that opening scene, I gushed about it. Like it's so good that I can't help but think that they took it from a black exploitation movie. Maybe the disco <laughs> godfather like, will it. say. Oh, but definitely inspired. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think the weakest part of this is just the fact that it's an insane clown posse movie, <laughs> <laughs> and like, but that's the only way it got made, and. It's like when you play Pokemon and you get like a shitty Pokemon, but you take it all the way to the final four and you pump its stats as high as it can. It's really the rest of the team carrying it, but it's never going to get out of the fact that it's fucking like a, I don't know what. This is the gold. A Delibird. Yeah. This is the Goldie in the films. Yeah, it's a it's a Delibird that beat the final four. So much of the humor is just like like that kid you knew in school who like wanted to be funny but just didn't know how oh that's so the he would like way to yeah when people laugh when you say fuck yeah they learn like oh oh people laugh yeah i agree with that 100 like one thing that did bother me with this movie is that violent jay said fuck way too much to the point of like annoying oh, the shit out of absolutely <laughs> he's he also was clearly at some a few points in the movie was getting a little tired of shouting at the top of his lungs all the time. Like, he was a little, like, kind of going a little easier on himself. Probably a lot of recalls. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd give it a uh, four out of five. Like, a lot, a lot of it probably is because I went in completely blind. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew a little bit about the ICP, and I knew this was a movie they made, but I guess this is what you got to go through to find a movie made by a band in the early 2000s that doesn't have skateboards in it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good observation. And they had the fish-eyed lens. They used it for the parents. Yeah. They used they it for uh, Harlan Williams' staring scene where he was staring at the camera. Yeah, that got a laugh out of me too because like him walking to the camera instead of yeah. it just being a cut. Yeah. Here's a fun fact about that. Apparently the director made him like stare at it for like one or like a full minute like either like a full one or two minutes of not blinking looking at the camera without, yeah without calling cut <laughs> that's so yeah without good. calling that's really cut. good yeah. uh, I, I i want to give this movie uh also echoing luke solid four out of five it feels mm-hmm. very earnest scared stupid or there, there there are parts of this movie where i just felt like i was just watching friends hang out doing their own thing it gave me the same mm-hmm. vibes as like watching somebody's home movies that's yeah. a very good way to put it and Again, shocked by the level of quality and competency in certain parts, and then bored to tears in others. This is a watch that I definitely recommend doing with friends. And if you have access to it, watch it like one and a half times speed. Yeah, <laughs> I did that too. Uh, I do also want to say, like, that's a thing that would drop my score down to a three and originally a two. Is like there are funny parts in this movie, but this, every scene feels like it goes on for two years. They yeah, they start oh that's funny like oh they're still going with it, it's still going on. That's a bit too much. Yeah, no, the fat cop never came around to make me laugh again. The first time when he's looking his ass in the mirror, loved it. That was great. They kept bringing it back. Well, it's a great, great body positivity, but they kind of throw it away to the the fat stripper. It's later. the role that if they if they made it like fifteen years later, totally would have been Henry Zabrowski. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Or if they have the money, they're going to get Gad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a t-shirt too, Mr. Slate. You get that money, get Gad. Get, getting Gad with my friends. <laughs> got that Gad cash. Can you can you design it so it looks like the Breaking Bad logo? Yeah, but also old. For some reason, I'm picturing uh, Josh Gad. That's who you're talking yeah, yeah, about, Yeah, right? of course, Josh Gad. Doing like, the pose that... Uh, uh, Julia Sweeney does his pat on the cover of his pat. <laughs> it's really good. Now, I should say before we get this week's review, though, how do we all feel about Josh Gad? He's a very polarizing person, I feel like. Indifference. I honestly don't really know. I know he was in Frozen, but... Yeah, complete uh, indifference, I'd say, yeah. too. I, I, I liked him on the uh, the uh, stage recording of Book of Mormon. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, yeah, so give us your Gad opinion and then review. Uh neutral i don't know who i still don't know who he is can you have strong opinions about gad i almost feel like you can't uh well let's go to our favorite game my gad can beat up your gad (laughs) (laughs) two gads touch it's kind of like time cop they just kind of morph into each other and blink out of existence duh my two gads (laughs) my two day my two day gads (laughs) 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 my two day gads okay well, I'm glad we talked about Gad. New segment we're going to add slowly. Uh, but yeah, give us your reviews, like. Okay, well, like I said, yeah, no, uh, I watched this for the first time in high school, and then I was really worried that it wasn't going to be, I thought it was just going to be unwatchable when I, brought, when I brought it back. And to my chagrin, I still enjoyed it watching it. Uh, like, it's, I, it, it just brought me back to, like, when I used to make a, uh, my YouTube skits like 10 years ago. And I think yeah, that there was a lot of things credit that were... To. It's not unwatchable, which is nice. I could, I expected worse. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think objectively, this is going to be a surprise. I think objectively it's like a three out of five, but my personal review, uh, like I'm saying this is someone who likes this, but I, I'm speaking objectively, but like, I think personally I would give it a four out of five, but objectively I think I have to give it a three out of five because there are scenes that just fucking drag that could have just, if they cut it a little bit faster, a joke would be a land a little bit better. Uh, yeah, like Wait, like there's things. Respect about you. And then there's the other things that just they introduce and then it's just like gone. Like the ninjas, that you see them for like one scene and then they're just dead in the next scene. Uh, there's yeah. the, it, it, it didn't need to be an hour hour forty six minutes. It could have been an hour twenty. No. Yeah, I'm gonna put it out there. Even like a seventy minute run, I think it would have been a really tight comedy. And not oh. even joking. I mean, bookend it with like a, a video or two. You got yourself a full feature. Ooh, that'd be good. A real Captain Neo. That was never feature length, though, I think, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree. I like that. Once again, a, a three out of five is a thinking man's four out of five, I think, for, <laughs> for the big money hustlers. Um, we got a... I'm excited for this. We're going to go straight into our stupid game section. Quit playing stupid games. And we get one from Luke. I have a game that I came up with. Is it my two day cats? No, uh, I mean, we could call that, but I was calling it Who Dat Ninja. Okay, that's right. I'll give uh, three names, and one of them is a person who was in the movie. (laughs) That's really good, because I did not research well before this. Okay. I'll answer last to Handicap. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you probably know. But okay, uh, question one. And we got Jump Steady. Lil Turd <laughs> or Cigarette Face? Ooh, ooh, Cigarette Face. All money on Cigarette I'm Face. I'm going to go, I'm going to try, I think you're trying to trick us, so I'm going to go with the more normal one. I'm going to go with Jump Steady. Oh, yeah. All right. You guys locked in? You went. Yeah, I'm yeah. locked in. Uh, okay. I know one of them is real, but I'm going to go with Lil Turd being the fake one. 
Okay, well, you're supposed to find the real one. But oh, yeah, the real one? No, jump. stop, 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 stop. I know the real one. The real one is jump steady. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, I was right using that old teacher logic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, question. Cigarette, cigarette face is real to me. Cigarette face is real. <laughs> yeah. That one I also was thinking could be I, real. Yeah, I thought cigarette face was real for a second when I heard it. I was like, that's sounds <laughs> <like> so <laughs> Okay, number two. Got mysticism. Spell it like mister. Like, mm. Monoxide or DJ Nut Butter. I mean, I gotta go for DJ Nut Butter. Um, I have to lock in on Monoxide because I do know my twisted voice. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It is monoxide. Yeah, that one is monoxide. Okay. So it means wicker twide? means wicker twide right now. Yeah, yeah, we got two more here. Anybody's gang. Ooh. Okay, number three. Charles Dixon, MC Squared, or uh, Misery, spelled with a Y Z. Is that Kathy Bates? Yeah. <laughs> she she was with the Dark Carnival for a little bit. Um, I, I don't know these names, so I do have to go. I'm going to go with MC Squared. I'm going to go with Misery. I feel like MC Squared is too good of a joke. Yeah. Misery is the correct answer. Oh, yeah, that is correct. He's <laughs> yeah. Wicks in the lead. Yeah. Okay, last question. Again, we got Dr. Chud, Professor Penis, or EE e. Constantly Coming. <laughs> I'm going to throw it all away because I know the E constantly coming can't be real, but I want it to be, so I'm voting yeah, for that. Luke, I need to give you a quick hand for that one. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. What are these names again? Uh, Dr. Chud, Professor Penis, and E.E. E. constantly coming. Do you think it's the noise he makes when he comes? <laughs> it's just constant? <laughs> I'm going to go with the first one. I have no idea. I'm stumped on this one. <laughs> Yeah, you are correct. It was oh, uh, right. Dr. Swick. Chud. He was the drummer for the Misfits at the time. Ah, uh, okay. Right. That's why I didn't know that. Like, I'm very, very weak on Misfits stuff. All right, we got his, we got his Wick sweep. Um, <laughs> I didn't do another stupid game section, so we could just go to good old plugs and recommendations. Or how about how tall is Steve Buscemi? Oh yeah, how oh, tall is Steve Buscemi? <laughs> one you always forget. <laughs> yeah, bringing it back pretty strong for 2024, I feel like. So, well, Zwick, you're our guest. Would you like to guess first at how tall you know, is Steve Buscemi? I told myself like six months ago I was going to remember this height <laughs> for this bit. <minute. laughs> That's why it's fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to say, uh, isn't he like six foot? I'm, I'm going to go say straight six foot. Okay. Hold now, on. if I remember correctly, it's 5'9", right? Oh, yeah? You got 5'9"? I, I, I want to say exactly 69 inches. 69 inches. What's <laughs> so tall? Uh, uh, that's Brandon's got he was five nine though I swear like I try like I thought I remembered it because I was thinking five eight yeah it's tricky five nine it's like it's like how light acts like a wave unless it's being observed yeah, it's a, it's a good <laughs> game because we forget ourselves constantly yeah but I remember five nine because I think we did it about like two months ago now so hey my answer was also correct oh it is sixty nine inches right yeah fun fact I'm also six now we're never gonna like forget. Forget. So I am the same height as Steve Buscemi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I think that means you win. Yeah, you win. Does yeah. it? You win again? I think we have to send you a t shirt that says that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to do yeah. a lot of cuts out for uh, t shirts for this one. Yeah, you are now the new Steve Buscemi. <laughs> you have no, no. one year to get cigarette face. Yeah. <laughs> that was the name of the assassin in, in uh, Boardwalk Empire, wasn't it? Cigarette face. I could have easily been. There's yeah. a lot of skillet faced men. <laughs> it really was. Show. 
Um, yeah. Like World War One, Bobby. <laughs> I think for recommendations and plugs. I- about it a little bit before we started recording but i i recently watched dicks the musical uh that new film by larry charles who directed it um with uh, it's basically about two identical twins that want to get their parents together but it's also a very gay film and very funny um and the, it, that's the parent trap it the, yeah you gotta watch it you'll see what yeah. i'm talking about it's <laughs> is, even is it stupider than millennial? you think is it gay millennial writing or not gay millennial? Because gay millennial writing seems to be the worst type of writing. Right? Oh, no, it is. It's its own class. You just have to see the movie. It's, okay. It's more stupid than anything I could write, and that's like a high compliment to me, I want to say. That doesn't but, but stupid, like, like John Waters, kitschy? Yes, that's actually, uh, I'd say that that's the vibe for sure with that. So. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, it involves something called sewer boys where they have to spit ham in their face so they can eat it. Um, that's a, just, and that sounds <laughs> that's like a John, John Waters movie. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like a John Waters. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I think it's on Max right now, but I, I, I didn't see a lot of people talking about it or have seen it. I, I'm going to keep plugging it. People got to see Dick's The Musical. It, I was laughing so hard with Barb. We were having a great time. And it's um, it's grosser than you want to be, but in a very funner way for, for certain scenes, but also a lot of fun, pleasant surprises, which is The Sewer Boys. And you'll know exactly when it's happening, so I didn't ruin anything. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, plugs, we do Thirst for Adventure, I think, usually second or third every Wednesday at Lincoln Lodge. Go, it's a great show. Just go to it. Very fun. Google I've been to it. most of them. Yeah. Appreciate that. I still do. am going to recommend the newest Muppets movie, Muppets Most Wanted, the one with Ricky Gervais. It was actually Gervais. good. It was maybe the best Muppets movie. Really? It had kind of like everything... Because I've been watching the last few weeks, I've been watching through all the Muppets movies from the first one to this most recent one, and it kind of has everything I'd want in a Muppets movie, and almost none of what I would. <laughs> like, I'm not a big fan of Ricky Gervais, but he was fine in it. And there was one like he had like one song, but he like sits down in like the middle of it, and he was tired that of made me laugh. Yeah, because it was like like I'm gonna well, need to take a no sip. God, I can sit one. down wherever I want. You know, <laughs> just. Oh, I'm going to do this voice and then people are going to laugh when I say it. It's yeah. going to be the trailer. Break <laughs> uh, your face. Oh, man. Are you offended? I, do, have you ever seen Emmett Otter's uh, The Christmas One? No, I've, I'm familiar with that, but I've just kind of been watching the ones that were just the Muppets. Yeah, me and Barbara watched them. Follow that bird. Yeah, me and, uh, me and Barbara watched uh, Emmett Otter's Christmas special over break. And that was really charming and fun, too. really liked it a lot. I, I, I did... Also love Muppets Christmas Carol, like Michael Caine. He got to me. That was probably his best performance. Oh, that you got me very good the other day when you were talking about that in the group chat. And instead of writing out Michael Caine, you wrote out Mike O'Kane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it sounds like Michael Caine, and I was like, that's really clever. Cool. That was a, a Screen Junkies joke. Oh, you could just said you did it. We will let you steal it. Um, one of my favorite sayings, and I forgot who put this. It was a Twitter joke a while back, but like. The great thing about the Muppet movies is that in Michael Caine, you get to see him and treat all the Muppets like they're actors. And then in uh, Muppet Treasure Island, you get to see all the Muppets treat um, Tim Curry Tim like, Curry a, like Muppet. a Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. But yeah, Muppets Most Wanted. See ya. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll do my recommendation real quick. Uh, very late to the party on this. Uh, Breaking Bad is really good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it fucking rips. Uh, I'm on like the third season now. Uh, real good acting and tighter story than I, I would have thought for people who are just kind of making it up as they went. Yeah. Definitely better than Lost. 
Anyway, oh, that's it. 100%. I mean, that's the thing, too, where that's a show that I think all the way to the end stays pretty great. I mean, it dips down a little bit maybe the last season, but not in a way where it's ever well, bad. Well, one. Lost is kind of like the last of, like, big network TV. Mm-hmm. Like, aside from, like, the Big Bang Theory, like, that's the last. It's, like, non-sitcom that was something that you would watch when it was on, I feel. What are you talking about? We got young Sheldon. Yeah. Oh, uh, soon to be old Sheldon. <laughs> that show pisses me off because my mom Sheldon. compares me to that show all the fucking time because I. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. You got that big young Sheldon energy. Yeah, <laughs> old young Sheldon. Yeah. He's like a teenager in that one. No, yeah. Zwick, do you have a, a recommendation or a plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, check out my Twitch channel. I'm trying to. I'm streaming, having a good time on there. Uh, oh, I yeah. I did put up a clip, uh, my first clip channel, on YouTube called Bullying the Straight Guy. <laughs> Ooh, I like I'll that. subscribe to that right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a great. Channel. Uh, yeah, Zwick the editor. Uh, yeah, like um, I don't know if you know this, but there are slurs for straight people, and it's uh, Stragget and Breeder. <laughs> Right, and Finally. we're trying to find more, but those are the only two we can think of. But yeah, no, uh, we there was some other stuff. <laughs> Finally, we had fun it's our time that. to shine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now you I'm can sorry, feel I a, a, oppressed. I found a video you made ten years ago called "Racist Pervert." <laughs> oh no, no play. Oh yeah, dude. If you want, if you if you're looking for like if you want to see something on par with the with the movie you just watched, yeah, check out those those videos. I'm very. <laughs> I'm watching this as soon as I get home. Thank you, Zwick. Oh yeah, oh, enjoy that. that. Takes me back to art school. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that, yeah, that stuff was made in high school slash early college. Hell yeah. You're brave yeah. too. Yeah, I, I leave that up. I need, I need that as a reminder of how cringe my sense of humor was and that I need <laughs> to grow up on it. It's what keeps they me hold humble. up. Yeah, it keeps me yeah. humble. I will say it's funnier than I thought it because I literally watched those like two days ago and I was like, I thought it was going to be worse than it was. Yeah, I'm going to check that out then. I always love yeah. seeing that you know, stuff. It, it, sometimes it is. Like, you never hate it as much as you did back when you made the thing. Yeah. Uh, it kind of, it just, it pisses me off because I wish we would have stuck with it. But my friends were just like, we're too tired. We don't want to do skits anymore. And I was the only one trying to push it. So, like, because, like, I would say that stuff's good as, like, early, early Mega64 where it wasn't, where they were still weren't, like, that good yet. But, like. They got good eventually, if that makes sense. Because if you see early right. Mega sixty four, it's not that great, right? Yeah, no, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was a rough couple of years. But like you, you guys could have been rivals to Smosh. It's oh true. my god. <laughs> uh, Any who's uh, recommendations uh, for for uh, Insane Clown Posse related? If you want to try to listen to Insane Clown Posse, I recommend listening to the Great Malenko. Try that. Okay. Uh, and if Wait, you don't like that, work. then just give up. That's that's my long and short yeah. of it. Uh, <laughs> You've you made a valiant effort. You're good. You put, yeah. you put the time in. Yeah. If you try that and you don't like it, you're probably not going to wreck the rest of the stuff. And then something that's not uh, Dark Carnival related. I just recently uh, played this uh, little RPG called Small Saga. Where you pl- it's like a pixel Ooh. art thing where you play as like a mouse in like modern times, oh, but you're all like knights and like. They, like if you're using like a human thing, it's like called a god weapon, and you're going. Like, <laughs> so like, the, oh, so like so you're, the main character uses like a switchblade or like a Swiss Army knife, and it's like no one else can carry it, so it makes badass. It's like, it's just like it's a really cute and neat story. It does a good job of explaining things. It seems like it's a really small RPG. Uh, they like refer like I don't want to give too much of it away, but like they're really creative in like what they call things 
The writing is really like creative and quirky. I feel like it's got that big red wall vibe to it, which is definitely a series I enjoyed growing up, so I'm going to check that out. Hell yeah. I'll yeah, definitely you know, check this out. Nobody talks about it, too. Like, I just started playing it on a whim, and I was like, yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun, and it's quirky. I like it. Go Hell check yeah. out Small yeah. Saga. Well, thanks for doing this again, Zwick. I feel like uh, we've gotten everything we can out of Big Money Hustlers. Yeah. I'm glad the experience yeah. wasn't as torturous as I expected it to be. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm, no. I'm glad that you sent me that DVD. That's really nice again. And I'm glad that I, I didn't have the worst time in the world watching it. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. I tried to get I tried to get uh, the Thought Cops, may they rest in peace, uh, to, to do that for... Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, I tried to get them to watch it on for Fire Bros. And like every time I brought it up, I swear you thought would thought they stubbed their vagina in the corner of a coffee table. They were like, "Ugh." I'm that's, glad you guys were like took up the reins and were like good sports about it. <laughs> I, I feel like both Kevin. I feel like especially Grant would probably enjoy this film. I feel like I'm no, make he them would watch not. It, even now that Thought Cops isn't running, well, <laughs> no, I don't think he would enjoy it as a film. But like he likes Dolomite. Like I, I mm-hmm. think he'd be down for this. Yeah, we had him on for Dolomite is my name, so yeah. it's like damn. Man, also another thing before we go, they played, like you said, the theme of Human Tornado. That song that song still whips ass. Hell yeah, it does. Oh, another thing, there was the scene when he's having sex with the stripper, mm-hmm. when they played some weird, like, electric music that was like, this sounds really cool, whatever. It's some German uh, film score composer, and I can't remember what their name was. <laughs> he's just in town like, oh, Insane Clown Posse, don't mind if I do. <laughs> oh, what did you think of the uh, the Insane Clown Posse music music that did show up in the movie? And I think they were good choices for this movie. They weren't, yeah. once I, I heard them and it, it fit the vibe, I wouldn't say I loved them, but like it, it worked, mm-hmm. so. Right. Yeah. We didn't even talk about the movie, but now we're, we're in the movie's music. For, it's fine. It's yeah. like Gert Wilden and Orchestra. Oh, oh yeah. that's, that's a good name. Yeah. Yeah, Zwick, we'll have you back again for either a good movie or Big, Big Money wrestlers. wrestlers. Yeah, I, like I, yeah, someone else wanted to do that too, didn't they? Or was it just like was it just me? Like here, uh, us? Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> someone shared us here. I swear versions. there was an argument on Twitter. Like I was like, I don't want to do that. That movie sucks. And then someone came in and was like, No, you got to do it. And I was like, Fuck, fine, I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> yeah, that was a that long mystery time ago. Twitter person, if they probably sealed the deal because I, I think we're gonna do it in the future then. So. But yeah, thanks for joining us again, Zwick. I think yeah, we'll, thanks for having me. We'll, we'll try to do it. We've been getting it right. Yeah. See. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to do our sign-off. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. You're, You're like, like, like the way you fucked. I, I guarantee, guarantee it. it. I want to do the... Was it Big Man Car Go Fast? That robot man car make car go fast. Robot or, man make or, car go fast. Or, sorry, Tracy Chapman plays fast car. Okay, well, there we go. I'm doing a fast car again. All right, <laughs> robot man has plan one of them too. Oh, robot man have plan. Plan car make go fast. car go fast. <laughs> car go fast. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna start doing that now for a sign off. <laughs> All right. <laughs>